From the age of the dawn From a dead man. Greetings. Coronavirus is the biggest threat this country has faced for decades. We're seeing the devastating impact of this invisible killer. There will come a moment when no health service in the world could possibly cope because there won't be enough ventilators, enough intensive care beds, enough doctors and nurses. That is the moment of real danger. The new variant is out of control and we need to bring it under control. And this news about the new variant has been a uh, an incredibly difficult end to, frankly, an awful year. And it's important for everybody to act, essentially act like they might have the virus. And that's the way that we can control it together. The way ahead is hard. And it is still true that many lives will sadly be lost. Our advisory group on new and emerging respiratory virus threats, NERVTAG, has spent the last few days analyzing this new variant. It may be up to 70% more transmissible than the old variant, the original version of the disease. You, you might be infectious, and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Assume you might be infectious, assume you might be infectious, and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Today, the United Kingdom's chief medical officers have advised that the country should move to alert level five, meaning that uh, if action is not taken, NHS capacity may be overwhelmed within 21 days. And it's going to spread further. And I, I must level with you, level with the, the British public. Um, more families, uh, many more families are going to lose loved ones before their time. Your colleague on stage, John Edmonds, has just sent me a statement saying that as far as he's concerned, this is the worst moment of the epidemic because of the extraordinary inf infectivity of this new strain. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, this is a horrible moment for sure. I to say as I'm really sorry to hear about your two relatives who died from this virus. I mean, it is a very dangerous virus uh, for many people. We're looking to move to a different regime, so as we come to the fourth step, we will change the basic tools that we have used to control human behaviour.
or after reading that little line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing with. They are, in a group they might come and fucking intimidate me and whatnot. But fuck, they do not understand what the fuck just one person like myself is capable of. They do not fucking understand. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. Shit. Whoa, is it working? <laughs> ah, I don't want to stream, it's fucking hot. But, of course, I've got to because we <laughs> I just uh, we just had a uh, giga spiral of epic proportions. Now, look, I'm not going to do much about giga spiral per se. I'll give a few comments about what I saw and um, I want to save that for when Charles is up and about so maybe later tonight my time or early morning my time tomorrow and but boy uh we got out right we got out that he grasped on charles he grasped on charles and uh he laid out all the reasons why but um oof, that's uh <laughs> in deep territory things like that aren't usually taken very well and uh there are usually uh come up and as they say um uh, <laughs> lord says sorry mate send my weekly pesos for the great jihad uh yeah you, you sent some earlier in the week right um you've you've done your part for the great uh the great jihad in the sky um <laughs> That's, God, i've got a fucking headache it's hot as fucking here i've got an ice pack on my neck and uh <laughs> i can't believe what we just saw man that was that was um epic and catching catching the lies as he tries to spin to what is an ever shrinking audience um was 
Well, yeah, and th- there's a degree of, I don't know, it's not schadenfreude, but it's uh, uh, just just watching that and knowing what he did do and to Charles, etc. is um, and you now admitting that he was going all out to get Diffuse taken down, etc. All of it. All of it, all of it came out in that stream, right? Just because we applied a bit of pressure in the chat. And um, the... <sighs> I mean, it's not like we didn't know, but it's it's good when you can demonstrate to people that, hey, you're dealing with a snake. And in the in this world, in the world we find ourselves where this is it's literal spy on spy shit and um the it's he who has um consistency and um you want to be you've got to be aiming at the right target from the beginning and what we've seen is a vacillation from Jay as he's tried to um, a- avoid certain topics that make him uncomfortable etc etc to the point where you know there was this issue around and he was even lying about the uh, thing with Robert Malone <laughs> RFK was trying to reach out to uh, to Kui he just wanted he just wanted uh, Charles' number to get uh, to get Rick <laughs> to get Kui's number. Man, I pissed myself um, laughing when I saw that. Uh, Chris says serious defamation is what you saw. He called people out by name and said some serious stuff. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. And um, let's say all all actionable items. And look, you can there are multiple responses uh, available. And you know, I would I would just say this for the moment that his online presence it will just be a fucking living hell from now on. You know, what was a you know dip into for some content when things were slow um now he's just come out and admitted to uh knifing charles in the back well for the for the crime of uh hanging out with me for a couple of days that was that was literally it and he he went to great lengths to explain and justify his actions in this instance and um the simple fact is, is that there was material damages from jay to charles in this context so jay has every right to be going and uh, garnishing some of that uh wage from from cooey that six-figure salary that um charles got him um <laughs> gigatard versus marine yeah um i know i'm putting my money on <laughs> just put it that way so like i said i don't want to um make a big big deal of it right now i'm actually my scientific interest has been peaked somewhat as we've honed in on this work with expression of endogenous retroviruses and prions and uh, lo and behold what do we find we find a uh, a primate study and um this piques my interest even more because the neurodegenerative world and primate research is a very, very small one. And it just got smaller and smaller as the 
well decided that everything could be done on chips and uh, whatever, <laughs> whatever other little uh, molecular uh, tricks that you think you can get away with. God, I want to take my hat off, but I've got that AC blasting. I've got enough of a headache. But <sighs> just, let me let me put that away and uh, hope the. I hope the drugs kick in. All right. Um, so there was a few other little things that we could look at as well. Um, yeah, I'll just I'll just do them quickly as I, you know, what is what is the reason that I'm doing a lot of this is because well, if, you know, if this global conflagration which um, is you know coming to the boil right now and SARS in my opinion was very much uh, part of this um, process to pull the world in that direction and um, you know you want you want to be looking we have to explore every avenue to try to pull back from the brink now I don't know if it's an RFK talking about biological warfare etc that's uh, that's a great great place to start race-based biowarfare. Um, I'm a little concerned about the good cop, bad cop type routine that we've had with, uh, I can't remember, Shmuley, I think you say it, Botech and RFK. And suddenly it's no longer a topic of discussion. Perhaps it will come up again. But um, you've got to be able to look at every threat actor, every and the simple fact is, is that if we're being pulled into a Zog war and Zog war is what we've been seeing for the last 22 years from 9-11, um, you know, you've got to be able to forthrightly call out people who are not acting in good faith, who are, you don't want them in your foxhole. Right. But we want to look for people who um, perhaps are prepared to speak up. So when they do speak up, we should um, we should uh, applaud them, um, try to make these the uh, the topics of discussion for a presidential race. I, I get it that it's. Um, there, there are many special interest groups. Shut it, shut it, shut it. What's going on here? Um, but this from Donald Trump. And this, this should be what frames everything right now, in my opinion. Because it doesn't just affect one country. It affects everyone. And we don't want to see them throwing down and we don't want to get pulled into what is essentially would be a war of choice by these people. And this comes in light of uh, reports today that um, US, uh, or NATO air systems are going to be used to provide cover over Odessa ports, the ones on the Danube River. And... Yeah, we're we're escalating very fast right now, and it may be that we don't even get to a presidential race. I don't know, um, but these are the issues of the day, and I'll just do this real quick. So this was one day ago, Forbes, breaking news. I don't know what FRCA action is, frcaction.org, um, but Trump was giving uh, a talk, and he was speaking um, relatively forthrightly. 
beyond the uh, self-flagellation <laughs> in each uh, in each sentence. But um, these these are the critical points for me. We have a great military. I go into the story, but we have a little bit of a. Oh shit! The sound on that is terrible. It's like one mic. What is it with the? Uh... <laughs> it's in mono and hang on. Let me just do this. Uh... Advanced audio properties. Mono. This. God, I'm going to have to. Right, and double this. Um, close. Is this better? Is this better, folks? A while to go, and we have a beautiful evening, and we can take our mm -hmm. time, but. We defeated ISIS. We did something the people said just would take too long and it won't happen. And we defeated them very soundly. But now they probably start coming back because they see a weak and pathetic administration. Weak and pathetic. <laughs> I'm the only candidate who can make this promise to you. I will prevent World War III. We're very close to World War III. And this won't be army tanks running against each other and shooting each other. This won't be airplanes flying in the air. These are weapons of mass destruction. These are weapons of destruction that the likes of which nobody has ever seen before. This will be an obliteration of the world. And I will stop that. And we Great. Um, I think we get the point. And yes, the, the weapons that will be pulled out in uh, this conflagration, I don't think bear thinking about. It's it's bad enough watching the FPV drones and <laughs> just there's no shelter on the battlefield. You think you think you think you might have uh, saved yourself, got in, got down, got a bit of cover, and no, they can steer those fuckers right onto you, right onto your head. And uh, <laughs> sounds like the Illuminati cards. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And like I say, that. Someone has pulled the levers and twisted the knobs to get us to this point. And the opening salvo was SARS. Someone used biological warfare. Now, um, we all have our own particular hobby horse as to who that is. But I'm certain that we can narrow it down to the following. Five Eyes U.S groups and you know they're sort of leading the way right now as i'm watching their actions around crimea ukraine etc um russia chinese obviously the k26r nest and their um fingerprints all over this um hang on i have to let the cat out just just bear with me you can listen to uh donald we never had a problem you never read about it yeah. until recently Everything is being done wrong. Everything is being said wrong. They don't know what they're doing. But we're very close to a world war. And if we have a world war, it'll be destruction like nobody's ever seen before. Far greater than World War I or World War II. Because the weaponry is so powerful, so horrible and powerful. I will stop the disaster known as Bidenomics, which stands for inflation, taxation, Right. So, um, and you know, this kind of sort of overlaps with uh, what Jay uh, is saying and oh, not saying, but what he's doing, where he's going to extraordinary lengths to not look at all threat actors. I, I didn't 
finish right i got the k2 sexanus and then we've got the wef whatever you want to call that nexus the corporate nexus and um it could be combinations of all of the above we don't know you my untermensch aren't meant to know you're meant to make up stats and statistics and all manner of uh fodder for their algorithms their algorithms of war and conflict and from that comes the uh, the algorithms for profit and control and you're meant to go and fill those stats now i would make the or implore you don't get sucked in to zog war not if you can help it now look if they're <laughs> if they're shelling your uh, neighborhood ah, i kind of get it your um your uh, you're kind of <laughs> you're in it right you ain't got no choice but right now we all have a choice about what it is that we consent to what we're going to be supporting etc etc and this zog war make no mistake that's what it is okay is reaching the boil right now and we need everyone who says not in my name to be able to sort of step forward call out the mechanisms of play from the opening salvos go back to 9-11 if you want i don't care go back to uh post second world war paper clips um they're they're all valid how should we say um threads to follow as we try to understand why we're at this point right now and you know it in their algorithms they will be looking at the U.S. elections as potentially it's something that's uh, an, an, not an unknown, but it's a pressure point for them because it is a heated political landscape. And the them being able to pull off another 2020, I, I don't think will be possible. Those uh, mail-in ballots, etc., will be everyone is going to be scoping those out. Um, they, and you know they they have cards to play, and the I begin to dread every four years. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's sad when a, an election of one country uh, has such fallout for the rest of the world. It it is sad. Um, ah, da, 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 da. I'm staying in my house. Yeah. I, look again. Don't comply with what it is that they're asking. Do not get sucked into Zog War. They want you in, right? And then they'll use the excuse of, oh, well, you asked for it. You wanted it, right? Don't, don't go there. And um, what I want to do is I think, or, you know, where we have to follow data. And sometimes your data's not very good. Sometimes it's top tier. And then sometimes you really just get someone spouting the <laughs> spilling their guts on a on a stream because of pressure from chat and uh confirming what everyone knew and had suspicions about but now now we know now it's um it's it's done so we can uh, that's an easy target to just start bringing down now so uh christy says if the whole thing is playing right now on his twitch that is what i captured um Yes, and uh, what I would say is, uh, Chris, if you're listening, could you just um, upload it to WTYL as well? So we've got copy. 
um, if you're watching. Uh, if not, I'll do it afterwards. Um, the so what what's what's the elements at play? Well, you know, you can. I think my own personal take is is that they've come to understand that there's a functional layer below classical virology and pathogens that they can leverage to induce disease states, disease states that are going to make you um, dependent on the medical systems. And it's the medical system that will be the conduit for this 21st century Bolshevism that we're about to, about to, are being subjected to. And we, well, all you can do is just try and stay abreast of the data and the potential avenues that they might attack you down. And what have we sort of learned in the last week is this importance of human endogenous retroviruses in the disease process of prion cascades. And I used the term widely in this sense, meaning just misfolded proteins and the disease mechanisms at hand. And the this have inclusion isn't new to me. So this is where my interest is peaked. And if they've done scientific primate studies doing this type of work, I want to take a look at that. It's something that's in my wheelhouse, as it were, and I can... Um, I'm going to have a pretty, have it pretty down with respect to what they've done, how they've done it, etc., and how valid the data is. Um, uh, da, 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 da. As the stream cut, then the restart is now. Yeah, so there's going to be two streams. You're going to have to get. There's going to be a cut. There's the cut one, and then there'll be the one prior to that. Um, I mean, the only reason I went in there was just. People were saying in my chat, he's calling you a liar. Um, but <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, so long as we got the second part, I think would be the most uh, most egregious uh, part. So um, I did have another timestamp here for for the dawn. Let's just see. Immediately. And as Jim Caviezel, who's a great guy, you know who he is? The movie, Sound of Freedom, he said, God's children are not for sale. Very simple. <laughs> On day one, I will sign a new executive order to cut federal funding for any school pushing critical race theory, transgender... Nice, nice. See, um... It helps to uh, go on mimetic warfare, build the populist rage at the commie dick suck moves that are being made to control your speech and who you can call out. That's a lot of the reason that they were making uh, or instantiating a system like that, where, you know, if that clip from David Martin is correct, where they've put into their the World Health Organization have put into their founding documents that the they're not open to prosecution. 
right? They're, they're absolved of responsibility for anything that they do. Well, that's the post-child transnational organization that a certain, certain group um, like to um, engage in. Um, da, 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 da. Let's see. <laughs> he was off the rails throughout the stream. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's why I jumped in. Uh, for I wasn't going to stream today. I was I was going to uh, help the help the missus, but then I got pulled into streaming and I, I, I fobbed her off. She's not happy. <laughs> All right. So um, that aside, yes, it's great. We're going to try and um, stop the kiddie abusers, etc. Um, I'm all for it, but um, be conscious of the fact that that type of argumentation will be used as a reason. A reason for more digital surveillance, uh, you're going to get QR coded to death. Um... <laughs> yes, Bean Lord, you are, you're, you're very correct. Right. Um, let's do this. I'm going to try and read this. Let me get my ice pack. So I'm going to have to do this now. You know, there's there's a few things initially that I, I, that stand out to me. Right, Dirk Motzkus. Um, go check who Dirk Motzkus is, and it's surprising to me how little I did have uh, a bed open. How few articles that he had published, and yeah. From 2002 to 2014, less than a 20-year career, but is corresponding principal investigator on a, um, what I would argue, is the extreme end of neuroscience primate testing that you would have been able to do. Um, and we'll I'll explain a little bit more about that as we go through the paper. But you know, it, it, look, it's a for prime someone who works in primates. This degree of output, it's not bad, but it's not exceptional. It's the norm, I would say. It's very very difficult to get primate studies going and six months you've basically done your experimental phase etc et it doesn't doesn't work like that long drawn out process with monkeys and it you know it's a little unfair on primate researchers that they have to compete against people who can you know they've got all these automated gene jockey type approaches for publishing and finding because you can always find new shit in the molecular domain um Monkeys get ornery, maybe. So, 13 studies. Um, and it's hard for me to, you know, prions are not his only thing, right? Immunodeficiency seems to be one. Um, guessing this would have been one of his PhD papers he's got uh, middle authorship but again um, monkey studies are like that it's just a lot of people working around one 
one test subject basically so the the groups tend to um, spread out um, here we see bovine spongiform encephalopathy that's a 2011 paper we're going to look at um, here he's got a last author back in 2003 which is odd to me it's odd who is this guy um, we should be looking a little bit more into this because you don't you don't get to go and just rock up and do prion experiments on monkeys. No way, no how. Never! There's a, you're part of a long pedigreed group of labs that have been involved in that type of work. And he seems to come out of nowhere and then disappears back into nowhere. It's, it's a strange... Um, Strange CV, I guess. Publication record. Um, let's see. 2002, 2014. Yeah, the last, the last thing he did was 2014. Um, ah, obituary. Maybe he died. Dr. Dirk Motzkus, 67. Mm, 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 mm. But he was in the US. Okay. Well, that study was done in Germany. But this is 2022. He died in 2022. Um, is this the same dude? I don't know. I would, I would have to start digging around um, and looking at this. But the publication record just looks a little, little sketchy right now. And um, just, just keep that in mind. Um, Red eye flights for papers. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I mean, should I just. I'll do it another time. I want to read the paper. The paper isn't that long, but um, this, this neurobiology of looking at. Endogenous retroviral responses being triggered by prion cascades and causing, if we're to believe uh, this, where'd it go? It's nature, nature, nature. Oh, of course, yeah. See. Goddamn cuts. Uh, the Vorberg group. Now, if I remember, these people are Germany as well. German Center for Neurodegenerative Disease, Venersberg campus. And this was German Primate Center, Leibniz, Göttingen. Ah, I applied for a job there once. Um, yeah, I'm glad I didn't get it. It looked like woke prison to me. 
Um, look at that last name, early life check, maybe. Um, Kev, could you use someone to look up the doctor who's checking out? Uh, yes, um, if you find some digging, uh, uh, if you find something with your digging, please let me know. All right, um, let's get into this paper. So bovine spongiform encephalopathy. Now we're going to have the... Excuse me whilst my disks power up. Um, I, I can't pull the paper up on the tab because it's saved on those hard drives. But um, So BSE infection alters endogenous retrovirus expression in distinct brain regions of cinemogulus macaques. Prion diseases, oh, this is the abstract, so background. Prion diseases such as BSE are transmissible neurodegenerative diseases which are presumably caused by an infectious conformational isoform of the cellular prion protein. Previous work has provided evidence that in murine prion disease, the endogenous retrovirus expression is altered in the brain. To determine if prion-induced changes in ERV expression are a general phenomena, we used a non-human primate model for prion disease. Uh, Cinemogulus macaques were infected intracerebrally with BSE-positive brainstem material from cattle and allowed to develop prion disease. Hopefully we're going to get a source of where this was from. Brain tissue from the basis pontis and vermis cerebelli of the six animals and the same regions from four healthy controls was subject to ERV expression profiling using a retrovirus-specific microarray and quantitative real-time PCR. We could show that class 1 gamma retroviruses, HERV E41, ERV9, and MAC ERV4, increase expression in BSE-infected macaques. In a second approach, we analyzed ERV K HML2 RNA and protein expression in extracts from the same cinemogulus macaques. Here we found a significant downregulation of both macaque ERV K HML2. GAG protein and RNA in the frontal parietal cortex of BSE-infected macaques. Um, yeah, I'm not sure the precise differences between these different endogenous retrovirus. Hmm? Make sure to turn it off. Conclusions. We provide evidence that dysregulation of ERVs in response to BSE infection can be detected on both the RNA and the protein level. To our knowledge, this is the first report on the differential expression of ERV-derived structural proteins in prion disorders. Our findings suggest that endogenous retroviruses may induce or exacerbate the pathological consequences of prion-associated neuron degeneration. Prion diseases are fatal, transmissible neurodegenerative diseases that include Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease in humans and bovine spongiform encephalopathy in cattle. And now we have a new class, courtesy of SARS. A key protein in the development of prion diseases is the accumulation of the abnormal isoform PRPSC of the host-encoded prion protein in the brain of infected individuals. And just for historical context, um, this work would have been done prior to the sort of move by the neurodegenerative community into conceptualizing Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, etc. all of these disorders as um, prion-like diseases. Protein, mis 
folding was sort of understood. You had Louis bodies, etc. But to the conceptual leap didn't really happen till about 2013, I want to say 2014. Um, let's see. A key observation in development of prion disease, we did this, is the accumulation of abnormal isoform PRPSC of the host encoded protein, prion protein in the brain of affected individuals. As a result, neuronal loss, astrogliosis, lead to the clinical symptoms associated with prion disease, such as ataxia and dementia. The mechanism by which PRPC is converted to PRPSC is not well understood. As a result, several researchers have hypothesized that host-derived nucleic acids or other non-PRP molecules contribute to the propagation of prions. Um, in search of these unknown factors, multiple studies in mice and humans have examined host gene expression response to prion infection, revealing multiple biochemical pathways that are disturbed. These altered pathways may contribute to prion disease pathology. Though most studies have yielded conflicting results among tissue types, methods, and cell lines used. Thank you. Could you take this? Oops. One group of sequences with altered expression as a consequence of prion infection in both cell lines and tissue samples from humans and mice are endogenous retroviruses. ERVs are the remnants of germline infection by relatives of exogenous retroviruses such as murine leukemia virus and mouse mammary tumor virus. Endogenization is a frequent event as the genomes of all mammals studied are composed of 8 to 11% retrovirus-like sequences. They are not only passive components of the genome or junk DNA, but can also play important functional roles. For example, the ERV-derived proteins, syncytin 1 and 2, yeah, that's what you always hear, are essential for trophoblast differentiation in placental development. The long-terminal long repeats, which control retroviral gene expression, can also change host RNA levels. Additionally, the ERV expression pattern has been shown to be altered in a murine cell culture model for prion infection. And I want to see if that's talking about these people. Warburg. Look. No. Borberg, yeah, she's on there. So this is early work, and she was probably just a student. This was being done. Uh, da, 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 da. So ERV expression is altered in cultured models for prion infection and in cerebrospinal fluid of sporadic CDG patients. The PRP and ERV expression in some immune-stimulated mouse tissues also appear to be linked. Infections of mice with ecotropic neurovirulent retroviruses can also be associated with prion-like disorders. The MLV strains CAS-BRE, friend MLV FR98, and the TS1 mutant of the MOMLV cause neuropathology. Um, that's a 
bunch of acronyms there. So the murine leukemia virus strains, whatever CASPRE is, and think of them as clones. And MO, I don't know, again, another murine leukemia virus caused neuropathology that is similar to prion-induced spongiosis. Interestingly, the prion gene is totally dispensable in the pathogenesis and tropism of CASBRE. Um, so basically they're saying there you don't need the PRP gene to be able to cause pathogenesis of prion-like disorders. This is interesting. So this leads to the conclusion that retroviral-induced neurodegeneration may act in a common pathway but downstream of prion infection. To date, the expression of endogenous retroviruses in human CJD has only been analysed in patient CSF samples. Erv profiling in brain tissue from human CJD has not been performed. The expression of endogenous retroviruses has been analysed in CSF samples. Okay. Endogenous retrovirus profiling in brain tissue from human CJD has not... Okay, so they've done CSF, um, not brain parenchyma. Okay, it's a small thing, but uh, <laughs> my brain isn't working right now. It's hot! i got a headache and... A systemic analysis in a controlled experimental non-human primate model for prion diseases provides the unique opportunity... For examining the expression of ERVs in response to it, in response to infectious prions in the primate brain, Cinemogulus macaques are an excellent model for human-acquired prion disease. TSEs can be transmitted to Macaca fascicularis, leading to disease that is comparable to humans, including preclinical incubation time, clinical symptoms, and pathophysiology. Mm. This paper. For ERV expression analysis, a microwave system for the detection of human endogenous retroviral expression has been successfully applied to genomic DNA and RNA derived from rhesus macaque tissue or brain tissue from Barbary macaques. Macaca sylvanus. The aim of our study was to assess the putative dysregulation of endogenous retroviruses on the transcriptional and protein level linked to prion pathology. For this reason, we analyzed three defined brain regions, vermis cerebelli, basis pontis and the frontal parietal cortex. The samples from the infected macaques were compared to samples from the same regions of non-infected control animals. Changes in gene expression were examined using a retrovirus-specific microarray and quantitative real-time PCR, western blot analysis with an HERV-KHML2 gag-specific antiserum was used to investigate changes at the protein level. So tissues and RNA extraction. I think it's important to go through the methods on this one. Um, macaques were purchased from Centre de Research. I know it. <laughs> in Strasbourg. Uh, the research on primatology on oh, Mauritius and maintained in, it's the same group though, <laughs> and maintained in social groups of six monkeys housed in a microbiological containment level BSB-free facility. Ethics approval for the study was issued by the Lower Saxony Ministry for Consumer Protection and Food Safety. Animal experimentation was 
performed in accordance with Section 8 of the German Animal Protection Law in compliance with EC Directive 86609. It should be mentioned that the diet and housing of the used experimental and control animals were not identical. This may well have contributed to the inter-individual variations among the animals. Why wasn't it identical? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not like there's a gourmet menu for uh, experimental monkeys. They will get the same chow and slop. <laughs> Six Cynomogulus macaques were intracerebrally inoculated with 50 milligram bovine BSE positive brainstem material derived from an EU standard inoculum. Inoculum, yeah, I, I want to know where that inoculum comes from. Inoculum was performed by slow injection of 250 microliters of 20% BSE brain homogenate diluted in sucrose into the right hemisphere through the dura mater into the cordopunimum. Um, 250 microliter injection into the brain um, is large, to say the least. Um, experiments that I would do would run, typically you, you want to get it under 5 microliters to induce your effects, up to 10 if you don't see anything um, in the immediate uh, aftermath of performing the injection. So this is a lot of foreign brain material being um, shoved into this monkey's brain. Um, the preclinical incubation time was on average 1100 days. So five, six years. Six, six monkey years. Interesting. This is why you don't see many prion studies in macaques, I guess. <laughs> this is even longer than, uh, well, you know, depends. If you want to do gene upregulation, they're, they're this long. So, and, and for like Parkinson's. So. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, animals were sacrificed and the brains were dorsoventrally sliced and snap frozen on dry ice plates. Brain material from age and sex match non-infected Signogomoculus macaques was obtained from Covance Laboratory Munster, Germany, and processed in an equivalent manner. Three different brain regions, yeah, we know about the brain regions, were macroscopically identified on the frozen brain slices isolated via a bore device and ground powder under liquid nitrogen for extraction of RNA or homogenized for extraction of protein. Total RNA. So RNA greater than 200 bases was isolated from each sample using the Mervana kit. To remove genomic DNA, all RNA samples were treated with one microgram RQ1 RNAs, three DNAs, one. Subsequently, 25 nanograms of each RNA preparation was tested by PCR with retroviral mixed oligoprimers, as described previously. Omitting the reverse transcription step, only RNA preparations negative for the amplification products were used for reverse transcription and MOP multiplex PCR. Samples tested positive were treated again with DNAs 1 until the MOP multiplex control PCR negative. I'm not sure what they're doing here. This precaution was taken to ensure that all experiments measuring RNA levels were completely DNA free. Um, okay. 
Reverse transcription, PCR, and microarray analysis. Reverse transcription of RNA was performed using one microgram total RNA with superscript 2 Roche diagnosis. Yes, big boy. Huh? Uh, Daddy will be finished in, say, an hour. Yes, uh, send, uh, send raccoon treats. Uh, the doc's working hard here. Yes, big boy. You can use daddy's laptop. Uh, well, daddy's got to work right now and daddy doesn't want a power cut, so. Uh, let's see. Oh, I want to say thank you to uh, Lux, I think. Yes. Lux, uh, merci, Boku, uh, much, much appreciated. Um, synthesis of hybridization probes, labeling of MOP PCR products, preparation, hybridization, and post-processing of retrovirus-specific DNA microarrays were performed as previously described. The exception was that PCRs were performed with Kappa 2G robust DNA polymerase. I have no idea what that is, which was found to improve the microarray results substantially in terms of re reproducibility and signal intensity. Data not shown. Ah. <laughs> Hybridized microarrays were scanned using an Affymetrix GMS418 scanner, laser-powered setting, yeah, 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 and the resulting images, 16-bit TIFF files, were subject to densiometric analysis using Imaging 4 software by Discovery Inc. To discriminate positive signals from background, a cutoff value of 1,200 relative fluorescent intensity units was used that correspond to two-fold overall background intensity value of the microarray. To account for the influence of RNA quality, HERV signals were normalized to the fluorescence intensity of hypoxanthine guanine phosphoribosyl transferase transcript as a housekeeping gene showing the most consistent transcript levels on the microarray. This was confirmed by densiometric analysis, which demonstrated that there was no statistically significant difference in HPRT expression difference between infected and uninfected animals. Thus, microarray-based relative HERV transcript levels were expressed as a ratio of HERV to HPRT. Microarray data was submitted to Gene Expression Omnibus, whatever, QPCR. Uh, it's basically a bunch of primers they're reading out there, so get past that. The HERV-E and MAC-4 uh, primers were previously shown to work on Barbary macaques. QPCR was performed with the Roche Light Cycler 480 system using LC480 S Cybergreen PCR mix and a standard Light Cycler protocol. Amplifications were performed using a 10 minute denaturation step. Yeah, we know all about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They run through our QPCR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you get that. Western block. Um, frontal parietal cortex samples were homogenized in sample buffer. Uh, yeah. They're just giving us all the um, ingredients there of the buffer. It's not important. It's stored at minus 80 degrees prior to use. Extracts were spun for two minutes at 7,000 revolutions, uh, 7,000 times G, sorry, and the supernatant was diluted in one-to-one -one in LDS sample buffer. 10% glycerol was added and samples were incubated for five minutes at 95 degrees C and cooled on ice. 
but immunoblotting 10 microliters of supernatant was separated on a 12% bis-tris polyacrylamide gel in MOPS SDS running buffer, together with a molecular weight marker for 150 minutes at 30 milliamps. The gel was plotted onto a PVDF membrane uh, in transfer buffer for 70 minutes at 105 milliamps. Prion infectivity of the blot was inactivated by incubation in 4-molar guanidinium thiocyanate for 30 minutes at room temperature with slow agitation. The PVDF was washed in TBS and unspecific binding was blocked with 0.2% casein for 30 minutes at room temperature as primer antibody a polyclonal antiserum that was raised against full-length herb KHML gag protein was used at a dilution of 10 to the minus 2. The antiserum was generated as described for serum 6897. We give a reference. A pre-immune serum derived from the same animal was used as a negative control. As a loading control, a beta-actin antibody was used at a dilution of 10 to the minus 3. Antibody incubation was performed overnight at 4 degrees C in TBS casein. Detection was carried out using anti-rabbit IgGAP at a dilution of 10 to the minus 5 in TBS. Bands were visualized with MBT BCIP substrate for 10 minutes. Reaction was stopped by addition of DDH2O and scanned. Densimetric analysis was performed with program images. They just used what t-test basically. Results. Um, Fairly straightforward experiment. The difficulty here from a sort of on the ground perspective is just the length of time that you need to go for to get the disease in this instance and get it in such a, such a manner that um, you can be sure, not sure, but your hypothesis can be tested. 1100 days is a long, long time in monkey world, um, particularly when you've drilled holes in skulls and put in infective materials. There's, there's a lot that can go wrong. Um, need to learn inhibitors for the, all these opportunistic bugs. Um, maybe, but the issue we have right now is this... If there's this interplay between prions and human endogenous retroviruses, it's, it's, the bugs are already there, right? So how, how to get a grip on those? And if, they're, if they seem acutely sensitive to the presence of prion protein, um, this is... That's a hard thing to try to intervene in. Now, you might try the <laughs> new prep too, uh, but there's no guarantee that that would work over any significant length of time because the, you're not dealing with the virus itself, right? It's in the genome already. So... You know what I just want to do? We should just look for curve and SARS. 
just see if there's uh <laughs> right away <laughs> oh dear oh dear oh dear here you go even 2023 sars-cov-2 awakens ancient retroviral genes Oof. Yeah, man, look, it really, like, for all the elements that they did weaponize, and the fact that this endogenous retrovirus interaction was understood more than a decade ago, um, this, is, this is where I think the, the weapon is. Long term. And, as I was saying yesterday, it's likely that they're going to say, <laughs> we're sorry, we're, we transfected you with uh, prions, um, but take our, take our new prep too, and you'll do okay, but you're going to have to take it forever. And um, what this tells me is, is that we've got multiple converging lines onto this prion mechanism and now we've got data which specifically identifies the five whatever it was 531 you remember that number 532 to 551 um spike amino acid sequence that epitope and that's even before trying to take into account the amyloid beta one Uh, so what did they prove here? What do you mean? Uh, yeah, th so it's all right saying you're not going to be a farmer slave. The problem is, when you're a dribbling meat sack, um, they're just going to scoop you up anyway, and you'll be essentially... <laughs> uh, a, a test, a test rig. <laughs> With the monkey study. Um, so the tenor of the monkey study is that they find upregulation of these endogenous retroviruses. It's a consistent feature from the culture models, rodent models, primate models, human patients. Uh, scientists have revived a zombie virus that spent forty-eight thousand five hundred years in permafrost. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not overly fussed in this instance. It's the, it's this deeper fundamental layer of biological interaction, right? That's, you know, you can be agnostic almost to the virus itself or the spike protein it's just the epitopes of concern that you could be exposed to and their ability to get into areas that are sensitive sensitive or eloquent and you're and we know that sars is neuroinvasive this this is 
This is a given. Um, it's highly likely you get into contact with SARS and there's going to be some elements get into the brain, whether it's secreted vesicles with viral proteins or the virus itself. They get in there. It's consistent across all um, SARS variants currently circulating. It's a feature of other human coronaviruses. Now, the question is, did all those previous circulating coronaviruses have a PRP-specific sequence embedded in it at the 531, 5, whatever it was, 552 position? And I'm going to say no, there isn't. Because we would, we would see it in the, in the disease profile. Now, you know, you say that maybe, maybe the landscape of Kreutzfeldt Yakov disease was um, one that was was the a sort of baseline for um, these interactions, and I'm sure, I'm sure that other other viruses have other peptides of concern are problematic as well. Initially, we investigated the general expression or core profile of ERVs derived from four non-infected cinemoculus macaques in two distinct brain regions, the basis, oh, sorry, basis pontis and the vermis cerebelli. Um, figure one for a full profile. It's the additional file one. Okay. The vast majority of the human-derived oligonucleotides on the microarray cross-hybridized with macaque ERVs, as has been observed for old-world monkeys in general. Earth profiling revealed high expression of class 1 gamma retroviruses, Earth E, Earth F, Earth W, Earth 9, class 2 beta retroviruses, Earth K, HML, Earth K, HML 10, Earth K, KC4, and macaque specific Earths, macaque Earth 1, 2, 3, and 5. Among the animals, we detected inter individual differences in the respective expression pattern. Such differences have also been reported for human studies, likely as a result from the non-inbred genetic background of tested individuals. However, the respective profiles of Bassis pontis and vermis cerebelli regions were comparable among macaques. And so I guess what we're looking at here is, so here's our anatomical area, basal pontis, vermis cerebelli, which are just brainstem type, uh, brainstem regions, uh, I don't want to do an anatomy lesson now, but uh, they're, they're very, very constant in the vertebrate um, central nervous system. You get them from fish to um, humans. Uh, let's see. So here we're just basically looking at um, class 1 gamma retroviruses, class 2 beta retroviruses, and then the macaque-specific ones. Um, and then I guess the it's, it would be nice of them to have a scale on here as to what color means what, but it doesn't. I presume the, the more you're going to red, the stronger the signal. I'll just make that presumption right now. Um, but <laughs> I don't know who reviewed this, man. <laughs> man, the shit I used to get... Uh, pulled up on and this this just gets put there without 
that scale. Wow. All right. So comparison of derived erved expression profiles in macaques to that of healthy human brain samples revealed a partial overlap of the expressed erves, including HERV E41. Erv9, sequence 59, Herv KC4. In contrast, HML3 elements, sequence 26, sequence 34, sequence 43, that were not or only barely detectable in human prefrontal cortis, cortex were highly expressed in basis pontis of macaques. Our results are consistent with previous studies on both DNA and RNA from other non-primate species. That showed both generally conserved presence and expression patterns for several Ervs and additional species-specific patterns. Differential expression of ERVs in BSE-infected macaques. Next, we use the retrovirus-specific microarray to compare the ERV expression patterns of BSE-infected with that of non-infected macaques. Quantitative comparison in two different brain re regions sorry, revealed statistically significant differences between BSE-infected and non-infected macaques. In the infected animals, pathogenic prion protein was detected in vermis cerebelli and basis Pontus, as confirmed by Western blot analysis. Data not shown. Oh, great. <laughs> Why wouldn't you show that data? Fucking hell. It's, th th there's something sketchy about this little group here. Um, again, I don't know. Maybe you want to be looking at military contacts, I guess, crossover. A detailed description of the distribution of macaque-adapted BSE will be reported elsewhere. Oh, will it now? I didn't see you've done any other papers. <laughs> Increased expression in BSE-affected macaques was detected for class 1 elements of E41, the macaque-specific MAC ERV4 and the ERV9 elements, sequence 60, ERV9 sequence 59. It should be noted that although statistically significant upregulation of MAC ERV4 seemed to be mainly driven by outliers as compared to the robust increase of expression in E41 and ERV9, indicating for the some affected ERVs there is inter-individual variability in response to prions, which I would expect. Some people are going to be more sensitive than others the question is how many people are susceptible to prion protein in their system this is we don't know this we do know it can be highly catastrophic that's that's all now was there the um mass die-off of new variant cjd that some people were predicting 30 years ago in the uk no no it didn't it didn't it climbed, but it didn't. It was essentially hockey stick like argumentation. It jumped up and then basically um, stopped. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, so, however, upregulation of these endogenous retroviruses was detected in both Bassus pontis and Vermis cerebellus. So here's the. Yeah, yeah, there's the outliers. Like I, say, I don't I don't know enough about these endogenous retroviruses to um, really be commenting on them. Are they that dangerous? I mean, they seem to be fairly. I mean, the problem is is that they're they're germline transmissed. So you know, you get to evolutionary bottlenecks, etc. The like the Torba explosion seventy thousand years ago, and we were down to whatever eight. 8,000 breeding pairs, they estimate. Um, 
And so um, I can't dismiss the evolutionary history there. Sorry uh, for my Christian and Muslim brothers out there and sisters. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to... I mean, it's it's low dimension data that they're giving. It's not very complex, and I guess you know what are they what are they trying to do? They just want to confirm are these endogenous retroviruses upregulated when prion protein is circulating in the system, or the system has been exposed to prion protein? I should say. Um, hey, Carmadoc, good to see you. Um, What's new? Uh, you should watch the uh, the Giga Spiral. <laughs> That's new. Um, it's not often uh, you get someone to admit in a live stream that they yeah they ratted, they ratted out for their benefit. <laughs> anyway. Um... Uh, let's see. Validation of differentially expressed ERVs in BSE-infected macaques by qPCR. So the retrovirus-specific microarray is a powerful tool for the comprehensive expression, analysis, and comparison of multiple ERVs in one single experiment. However, the approach cannot differentiate between individual group members of tested ERVs. Consequently, the specificity of hybridization data can be increased by the use of assays designed for the quantification of defined transcripts in a given sample. To confirm the microarray results for HERV E41 and MAC ERV4 specific PCR primers were designed. PCR is fake and gay. There's just a hot background of endogenous retroviruses out there. It's all Scooby-Doo. Don't you see? Don't you see? Um... So they're doing primers, etc. Okay. The same was done for the housekeeping gene chosen RNA polymerase 2. The primers for Hervey Eve 4 1 have been successfully applied to Barbary macaques. Using qPCR, we could confirm a significantly elevated Hervey E41 expression in the BSE infected animals as compared to non infected controls in the Bassis pontis as well as the Vermis cerebelli. In addition, Herv K, HML3, and macaque specific ERV hack. MAC, sorry, ERV4 showed a statistically significant increase in expression upon BSE infection in both tested brain regions. Since the control animals were not mock infected, we cannot rule out that expression of endogenous retroviruses was influenced by the inoculation procedure itself. However, the regions used for our study were spatially separated from the site of inoculation. In addition, our expression analysis was performed approximately three years post-inoculation, which virtually excludes persistent effects triggered by injection of tissue homogenous. Ah, hold your horses just there, Sonny Jim. <laughs> yeah. You will have caused scar tissue, gliosis, etc., etc. Um, that doesn't go away. In summary, we have identified and validated three ERVs that exhibit an increased expression upon BSE infection of cinemogulus macaques. Um, yeah, so they've turned it into a ratio, and it would have been nice to sort of see something more standard with respect to. Um, 
PCR curves and uh, the cycles required, etc. So, but I don't know, maybe there's a, a pre-on re reason why you would do it this way. Um, so, comparison of RFK gag protein levels in front of prior cortex from BSE-infected and non-infected macaques. Ice pack. <sighs> Unfortunately, to our knowledge, antibodies directed against polypeptide encoded by the BSE-induced ERVs, ERV E41, ERVK, ERV9, and MAC ERV4 do not exist. We tested a panel of ERV antibodies, kindly provided by J. Meyer, against Homo sapiens ERVK, GAG, and ENV for cross-reactivity with macaque ERVK proteins in cortical samples from Macaca fascicularis. Most of the tested antibodies showed low specificity or no signal. However, polyclonal antibody KT58 that has been raised against HERV-K GAG exhibited specific bands. Proteins at 70, 80 and 105 kilodaltons respectively showed an identical migration pattern in simian brain as compared to a human brain sample. Furthermore, the band at 80 kilodalton coincides with the 80 kilodalton full length GAG protein that is secreted from teratocarcinoma cells, Terra 1 cells. Both incubation with secondary antibody alone and the respective pre-immune serum did not produce any signal in the respective molecular weight range, confirming that the K2548 antiserum specifically detects macaque k HML2 gag. Using this panel of positive and negative controls, we concluded that antiserum K258 could specifically detect macaque k gag. It should be mentioned that the probes and antiserum used in our study were not developed for the use in cinemoculus macaques. However, macaques and humans are very closely related species on the DNA and on the protein level. Speak for yourself. In addition, we have demonstrated that the used antiserum detects the same proteins in human and macaque vesicularis brain samples. This suggests that cross-reactivity is sufficient to support our conclusions. Mm. Okay. Seems pretty clear. We next address the question whether macaque of K gag protein was differentially expressed in BSE infected compared to non-infected macaques. Western blot analysis revealed a considerably lower abundance of of K gag in the pre-uninfected animals. Mm, this is seems counterintuitive to me, but um, of K was up. It's the Well, I guess they're saying it's significant, but uh, I guess that I guess they're talking about ah shit um, frontal cortices here. So that's that's maybe the difference. Um, so it becomes reduced in pre prefrontal cortices. Okay. In the prion infected animals, figure 5a, where, 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 where? Extracts from derived frontal parietal cortex with BSE infected, right, or non infected? Yeah, it's not very clear that they're describing that. I just remember from the abstract that they mentioned that, but that in my understanding, ERV goes up in macaque uh, brainstem, it seems to go down in prefrontal cortices. Um, why that would be, I don't know. 
Normalization to the co-detected beta actin revealed that macaque erv k gag protein expression was significantly decreased in BSE infected macaques as compared to non-infected individuals. This reduction was confirmed in free independent Western blood experiments and by densiometric analysis of total brain staining using Ponchow S. Ponchow S. Sorry. To analyze whether the down regulation was mirrored at the RNA level, we performed a macaque of GAG-specific qPCR and RNA samples derived from the frontal cortex. A significant down regulation of ERVK RNA expression was observed in infected animals, which is consistent with the protein expression data for this brain region. To our knowledge, this is the first report, yada, 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 give us money. So... My prions being folded as we speak. Yeah. Although regarded as a part of the junk DNA, ERVs have been shown to play unique functional roles in cellular biology and implicated in a wide range of diseases like cancer, autoimmune disease, and neurodegeneration. We first compared the expression profiles of our old world monkeys to existing human profiles. Besides a broad number of similarities, we identified differences in the expression profiles between humans and macaques when comparing class 2 beta retroviruses to herv k HML26 and 9 that are strongly expressed in human brain or at the detection limit in macaque brain. This result is consistent with prior studies of old world monkey ERV expression in brain compared to human using a comparable microarray and qPCR. In addition, herv k HML3 is more strongly expressed in the basis pontis as compared to the vermis cerebelli of cinemogulus macaque brain. This shows that regional specific differences in ERV expression for class 2 beta retroviruses exist in macaques, arguing for a functional relevance of these transcripts. We cannot judge whether this finding depicts a general phenomenon. However, the brain region-specific expression of ERVs may provide additional insights into molecular mechanisms regulated by ERVs. Using our non-human primate model, we next examine the regulation of endogenous retrovirus expression upon BSE infection. To date, prion-infected macaques have not been used for analysis of ERV expression. So, you know, if this data is to be believed, um, it's only, well, no, the rodent studies and I guess the human studies have pointed at um, a role for endogenous retroviruses in the pathology of prion diseases. But the, um, in any sort of um, model, um, you want to be, not model, um, understanding you want to be able to sort of translate across models because then you can um, tune it if you were particularly if you were interested in bioweapon properties um, are you familiar with pseudogenes they are interested and kind of related to um well i think we're gonna get familiar I presume by pseudogene, that's a accurate. Hmm. Yeah, okay. I'll Thank you. 
Uh, let's see. Using our non-human primate model, we next examine the regulation of endogenous retroviruses expression from BSC infection. To date, prion-infected macaques have not been used. We already did this. Differential expression of ERVs upon prion disease have been previously reported in other species, including humans, though brain material has not been examined. So this is them looking at CSF fluid. Here we provide evidence that ERVs are differentially expressed in an experimentally controlled macaque model of BSE infection, which is highly relevant for human CJD. We've identified the upregulation of ERVs. Interestingly, ERV9 has also been shown to be upregulated in cerebral spinal fluid of SCJD. SCJD. Thus, I don't know what the S is in this instance. Thus, the, oh, it's the German, um, it's the, the doc, I know, I know it's on the tip of my tongue, it'll come to me. Um, it's a form of familial Parkinson's disease. Thus, the macaque-adapted BSE and human SCJD profiles show common ERV regulations in response to prion protein, irrespective of the analysed sample types. And that's bothering me now. Um, S... Sporadic. There's some German, but it's not Kreutzfeldt. They. God, that's bothering me. We could not judge whether the regulation of ERVs is cause or consequence of prion infection. Although many in vivo studies have been performed, the mechanism connecting prion deposition and neuronal loss has not been determined in detail. The spatial distribution of PRP-SC aggregates in different brain regions is not always coincident with neuronal decay in these areas. Thus, it appears that neurodegeneration itself could be promoted by biological pathways that are more complex than protein aggregation, possibly by analogous mechanisms as described for neurotropic retroviruses. Indeed, it is known that some retroviruses can induce neurodegeneration in the absence of infectious prions. Different classes of leukemia retroviruses, including CAS-BRE, 1010A1 murine, I guess that is lentivirus, whatever, murine lentivirus, whatever that one is. I don't know these whatever their acronyms mean. Induce fatal spongiform encephalopathy. Symptoms include tremor, wasting, and paraparesis that is caused by neuronal loss, spongiform lesions, and astrogliosis, which is intriguingly similar to prion disease pathology. All four retroviruses are class classified as gamma retroviruses, the same subgroup as the here described BSE upregulated MAC of four. ERV9 and HERV-E. Thus, changes in ERV expression may induce or exacerbate the pathological consequences of neurodegeneration. Upregulation of endogenous retroviruses can also potentially induce neurodegeneration. It has been shown that the regulatory LTR region of HERV-E regulates the expression of the Oppitz syndrome associated with MID1 gene that is essential for vermis cerebelli development. It's been proposed that overexpression of MID1 leads to disturbance in microtubule homeostasis comparable to the tau aggregation induced neuronal loss in Alzheimer's disease. 
Thus, upregulation of Hervey BSE-infected macaques may also contribute to neuronal decay similar to the above mechanism. This suggests that induction of retroviral elements may be a consequence of prion infection and a downstream mechanism of neurodegeneration. This, however, does not imply that endogenous retroviruses can cause prion disease. The appearance of viral particles in prion-infected cells has been dis discussed controversially. Interestingly, recent work has identified PRPC as an integral component of the human efficiency HIV. <laughs> ah, is that true? <laughs> is that one in your uh, in your in your Zotero, Nick? Lipid rafts and HIV-1 from viral entry to assembly of progeny virons. Yeah, what's that got to do with prions? Priop. Well, yeah, I guess the membrane-bound prion protein is a docking. It's docking for um, lipid rafts. That's what they're talking about. I see now. After cells are infected with HIV-1, the virus replicates, assembles, and buds preferentially from the lipid rafts, presumably including the GPI-anchored PRPC into the surface of the HIV particles. In addition, HIV-1, GAG, and EMV co-localize with PRPC in infected T-cell lines. Furthermore, expression of HIV-1, GAG increases the susceptibility to and sustains the prion infection in cell cultures. <laughs> uh, thanks, Special Virus Cancer Program. Thus, spreading of prion infection from one cell to another may not be restricted to exosomal vesicle transfer, but may also be triggered by gag of endogenous origin, such as MacRVK gag. In line with this, muron, murine N2A cells express, produce, and release murine leukemia virus particles of endogenous origin, called NERV. Infection of N2O cells with prions leads to the excretion of exosomes that harbor PRPC or infectious PRP, scrapey form. Intriguingly, antibodies against PRPC could label both exosomes and infectious virions. This suggests that inter excuse me, intercellular trafficking of prions could at least partially be mediated by hitchhiking on endogenous retroviral particles. <laughs> Um, I, I know it. This is what's coming, man. You've got to take prep. They've infected everyone with prions. You're going to have to take their prep. What a bunch of cunt. Wow. This is in line with earlier observations that PRP can interact with retroviral RNA eventually resulting in the formation of active nuclear protein structures that include GAG. Using specific antibodies, we could show that MACRVK GAG protein is expressed in the brains of cinemogulus macaques. To our knowledge, this is the first time that a structural element of an endogenous retrovirus has been detected in the primate central nervous system. The functional role of the protein in neuronal physiology is unknown. Interestingly, among many endogenous retroviral subfamilies, HRVK, HML2 can produce viral particles. It remains unclear whether MACRV HML2 GAG can be excreted by neurons. However, active release of HRVK GAG containing retrovirus like particles has been described in the teratoma cells. 
and were also found in blood plasma of patients. Taken together, detection of MAC-ERV-K protein in the frontal parietal cortex indicates that it may have a physiological role in the brain. Furthermore, finding that HERV-K, HML2, GAG protein and RNA is downregulated in BSE-infected macaques suggests that this role may be connected to neuronal survival. Further studies will be necessary to determine the mechanism and function of HERV-K, HML2, GAG downregulation. Conclusions. We could show that prion disease in a non-human primate model is associated with alteration of ERV expression at the transcriptional and the protein level. Upregulated expression of ERVs in the macaques demonstrated partial overlap to those found in CSF from human CJD patients, underlining that our model is especially suitable to mimic the pathology of human TSEs. This is consistent with the hypothesis that endogenous retroviruses may provide a missing link between protein aggregation and neuronal loss in prion diseases. It is reasonable to speculate that the putatively secreted HERV-K gag may contribute to the survival of neuronal cells. Based on our findings, further research using specialised models may help to elucidate the association between prions and endogenous retroviruses. Yeah, there we go. And this puts us squarely now there's there's multiple avenues that we have to pursue right now and um <laughs> i guess we've got to go and look at this paper sars-cov-2 awakens ancient retroviral genes and the expression of pro-inflammatory herv w envelope protein in covid19 patients <laughs> ah, they knew this man they knew it they knew it they knew it they knew it Yeah, look. Um, plasma and or sera of 221 COVID-19 patients from different cohorts infected with successive SARS-CoV-2 variants, including the Omicron, had detectable HERV-W envelope, which correlated with EMV expression in T lymphocytes and peaked with the disease severity. HERV-W EMV was also found in postmortem tissue of lungs, heart, gastrointestinal tract, brain olfactory bulb, and nasal mucosa from COVID-19 patients. That is the route of entry for prions into the brain, as I've been saying. And in there has gone this peptide sequence that we know now from Nystrom is PRP specific. And PRP protein is essentially, it's all through the body. You can either be listening to me or you can be listening to some backstabbing dick suck who will tell you that all this is fucking Scooby-Doo, right? This is very, very far from being some shit 70s cartoon. These are weaponized pathways which they've understood at the cutting edge and we're seeing the fingerprints of it. Uh, you take care, Marie. <laughs> Lies, Scooby-Doo's work of art. Uh, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I'm really not. <laughs> I used to fucking hate scooby -Doo. Well, I don't know if I hated it, but it was just like, oh, it's one of the shit cartoons <laughs> that was on. <laughs> Pseudo-androvirus circus paper making me into 
a hypochondriac. Look, um, I don't think there's any reason to become hypochondriac, etc. Again, it'll come down to infective dose, etc., etc. Um, the one thing that you shouldn't do is gene transfect these peptides into you. That's that's as soon as there's any any crossover with amyloidosis, prion protein, that is something that should be that, that doesn't go in for human use. We go to extraordinary lengths to take those out. What's this? Thanks uh, to long COVID two hours in. There was me on the front. Um, let's see, two hours. Pictures very clearly, histopathologically. Ah, we, we could show that it is. Yeah, this is uh, Dr. Yeager. She does uh, this um, uh, filtering of blood, basically. Um, and she may be able to lower the pathophysiolo pathophysiological cytokine signals, etc., that are elevated in people suffering from long COVID. Um, I'm, I pray that it's a mechanism that can be used on as many people as possible. Um, that it's a very uh, bespoke treatment. Um, she, I, I know she's doing her best. Um, she's taken serious um, hits for... Um, that was about Nano Reed Christie. Oh, okay. Um, the like I say, there there are so many um, alarm bell signals that you should be um, taking into account. And like I say, you you're free to believe that swarms can't spread they don't get into where's this from it looks spanish at least maybe france germany europe group okay but um <laughs> including m omicron her detectable herve w e n v i don't know what the contribution is how much you weight that contribution but as we're learning that um that expression or that dysregulation seems intimately tied to neurodegenerative pathways and you know this is new for me i would you know i i had to learn this stuff but i was more interested in electrophysiology large network changes right i worked that other people did <laughs> down in the molecular stuff wasn't my wasn't my thing and you know i'm just 
wondering. I, I just want to see the crossover with of Parkinson's. So here it is linked with neuropsychiatric disorders, triggers abnormal dopaminergic signaling. <laughs> oh man, oh man, oh man. <laughs> uh, the winch. let's have a look here. I don't have a advice beyond what I've always been saying. Um, host interferons dynamically regulate blood-brain barrier function during viral infections of the host central nervous system. Yeah, this we know. This we know. Um, the how to incorporate because basically what it's saying is you're carrying around the hand grenades that the soldiers of protein misfolding are using to cause damage that's that's how i would interpret this endogenous retrovirus data and what that interaction is i don't i would have to really start digging in and you know this Reactivated endogenous retroviruses promote protein aggregate spreading. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is probably at the bleeding edge of where we are right now, publicly. Publicly. <laughs> Got to look for um, influenza... Influenza reactivates human endogenous retroviruses. So it seems a very widespread um, system that gets dysregulated. Well, it's responsive. Maybe maybe it's an adaptation to disease states, right? So it may be, oh, I don't know, is, is it part of a, a novel way of having the cell shut down? I don't know. But um, I just wonder Oh look, there's uh... We watched this yesterday, right? Video's private, is it? Cheers See, as they're pro-inflammatory, it might be part of the, you know, the, the response 
you, you need it to mount a response to these pathogens. Pathological peptides, I should say. Um, I don't know, man. Like I say, it could be a very, very generalized reaction. But we have to take this paper into account, which it promotes aggregate spreading, which would imply that it's a derangement of some form. I don't know. Did we find out the race of those who were resilient to the Herve K shift? Um, no, I started to sort of poke around a little bit and um, simple answers. No, I haven't looked. People should be looking. I mean, I'm, I'm doing my best right now to sort of pull us into a, like I say, hypothesis-driven, data-driven direction that says we should be looking for these signs. And every bit of data points to them targeting prion protein derangement. It's there in, in SARS-CoV-2. This is a novel sequence. You cannot find this sequence anywhere, except in Pseudomonas, which may have been used as part of the um, construction of this weapon for, for taking clones or taking pieces from it. Maybe the bacteria was um, being studied in that respect. It is a pathogen. Um, Charles spoke about it having um, furin activity. But this is the level I think we have to be thinking all the time. Toxic epitopes that they've drilled down into. Why does Los Alamos have a multi-billion dollar database of HR? <laughs> An amateur. An amateur, and we came and smashed your country up when we should have been. What's a few thousand Kurds between bioweaponeers, huh? I know it had to be redelegated, acquired immune deficiency syndrome. Um, not sure. Kill off the immune system, name your poison, acquired immune deficiency syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, this, um, so I guess I'm going to have to look at this paper next, right? Um, where'd it go? SARS-CoV-2. So this one, May 2023, so it's not so old. And um, are we able to get the paper? Just look from their graphical abstract. Um, 
increasing HERV W, increasing severity of disease, um, brain, lung, heart. It's not appropriate to be looking at this molecular fucking biology and telling people it's Scooby fucking do. They're, they're hypnotizing you. Sorry. This here is some serious shit and I will put dollars to donuts that they've been studying, the, honing these pathways to achieve maximum impact. I wonder if we get Pfizer, BioNTech, Herve. Relations to multiple sclerosis and Hemilab for MS and SARS CoV 2. Could it be a double edged blessing? I've come across this paper before. Mm, I don't know. I'll I'll start at uh, this one. The um, where do you... we'll start here and work our way back. Um, I did want to do more of the primate and look into the primate stuff, but um. I mean, is there a... Could you have adaptive... Just going to give you... endogenous retroviruses of modulars of innate immunity you see this the, the fact that you're seeing this reaction across uh, multiple disease or pathogens i might be leaning towards this mm -hmm. 
typically silenced. Expression of hers can be induced in response to traumatic, toxic, or infection-related stress, leading to buildup of viral transcripts, and under certain circumstances, proteins, including functionally active reverse transcriptase and viral envelopes. Biological activity of hers in the context of the innate immune response can be based on the functional effect of four viral components, HERV-LTRs, HERV-derived RNAs, HERV-derived RNA-DNA duplexes, cDNA, HERV-derived proteins, and ribonucleoprotein complexes. In this review, we'll discuss the implications of HERVs in all four contexts in relation to innate immunity and their association with various pathological disease. Yeah, I wonder I wonder if they're doing some some part of innate immunity. Human endogenous retroviruses result from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The main difficulty is that most herbs investigated today are present at the same locus in 100% of the population. However, a new class of insertional polymorphic K family members present in a minority of individuals has recently been described. We propose that insertionally polymorphic herbs could be novel genetic risk factors and hence provide a new lease of life for research into herb and disease. Do we have some? No uh, phylogeny of anything of races. Um, here, if you want the paper, um, goldenrod. Link. That follow that link. That should take you there. Did that is Discord working? Is it coming up in the chat? Discord not working. Right. All right. Um, I don't know why Discord isn't showing up as comments. All right, um, I think I'm done. Let me just see if anyone spared shekels for the uh, good doc beyond. Okay, see. Yes, uh, two, in fact. Um, more damn beans, and uh, I've got to find that one that was... 
going to play. See, I work so hard to find all the... <laughs> I've got to clip this one up, but uh working i don't see it coming up on the social stream it's not coming up discord is not um coming through so if there's uh let's see oh, i'm not going to test it now i'll have to get on the uh on the blower with that bleak um, I don't think it's, a, I think it's Japanese, dude. That's what I think, I think it's Japanese. It's... Oh, Mexican, <laughs> the link to the paper worked okay um but discord is not syncing up so i don't see discord chat um why Look at photo I posted. It's important. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hadn't seen this earlier. <laughs> oh, touche, bro. Yeah, Bean Lord, uh, you find that bowl cut, Mexican. <laughs> you make sure. He's he's got a new fan base now. At the beginning, I, I, I fought Mexican first, but then I was just like, nah, it's, he's, he's messing it up so much. He's got to be Japanese. Um. <laughs> it definitely sounds Mexican at the beginning, but I'm, I'm going to swear Asian at the end. <laughs> Bro, 
He's rocking that shirt like a Chad, though. <laughs> I don't know, man. I can't tell. There's not enough uh, information in there. Ambiguous. Um, all right. I'll make that sting. I'm out of here, folks. Um, glad you enjoyed the stream. I hope you enjoyed the stream. And uh, I'll be doing one later with uh, Commander Rixie. And uh, we'll go into depth of the Giga Spiral. Um, Chris, just let me know if you got it. Uh, both of them. And uh, yeah. You found a back admitting to backstabbing uh, rat. Um, Jesus. <laughs> scumbag. Absolute fucking scumbag. Right. Um, take care, folks. I'll see you in the next one. My, out my outro keeps messing up. It keeps doing this. Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do. I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that little line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these cappers. I will fucking kill each fucking capper. I swear. <laughs> this is not a fucking joke anymore. This hey. is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing. Fuck these cappers. No fucking all that by this guy. Let up! 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 Let up!